pencil. I think that I may be the voice of my generation. She's the titular role! In the sense that no, you know what I mean? Or at least a voice of a generation. Hello, welcome to Gatekeeping, where we take a deep dive into a pop culture phenomenon and decide if we let it through our gate. Hello, Sam. Hello, James. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Is it 60 this year? The oh, big six so zero? close. So close. So close. No, I'm How old? 25. 25 okay. and feeling alive. Yes. Um, quarter life crisis is well and truly here. Let it be known that I'm currently 24, so you're actually like canonically older than me right now well lies and fabrications i won't have my i won't have my character slanted <laughs> on this podcast it's a, there's an incredible two months where we can see on paper on the record just facts being facts that i am younger than you so let's savor these you might you might be physically younger than me <laughs> like that's true but you look older. Oh. But hey, there's nothing wrong with Don't being be older. Cruel. There's nothing wrong with being older. Now, and how was your birthday? Did My you birthday ha- was lovely. I had a little um, had a little party, which mm-hmm. um, it was the worst James 25th Annual Academy Awards. Yes. Um, we do have an Academy Award winner with us on the pod tonight. Yes, um, I won um, Best Supporting Actress, I think the category was. No, it was Best was. Leading Actress. Was it? Oh. I, yeah. I couldn't... Yes, because I, I did the... Um, it's a Thai joke. Yes. Wait, yeah. you did a joke? I didn't realise. Well, you know when Barbara Streisand and Catherine Hepburn won the no. Oscar? No. Well, it was a tie. Why did I know that? So, was I born in 1950? Like, well, why the I hell did I know that? But yeah, um, who is it? It's I think Ingrid Bergman. She opens the envelope and she's like, and the winner is, it's a tie. <laughs> it's crazy there used to be ties. We need to bring that back. I think that that, that was like, the only acting tie. The only but, acting tie. Yeah. Right. I think there was another though. Oh, there's been a few ties. Yeah. I remember going down that rabbit hole once. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, no, I, I won um, a tie with <clears throat> uh, your cousin because we both came to your party's Ladybird. Or Christine Ladybird. Christine. Season, yes. If you could please use her given name. It's the name you gave me. It's a good one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I felt amazing being Ladybird for the night. Yes. Um, some other fabulous. You were Amy Dunn from Gone Girl. Of course. A lot of people thought I was Carrie, which I will. You did look like Carrie. Yeah. I will take that. That's Carrie from the movie Carrie, by the way, not the other Carrie we're going to talk about later. Yes. Um, <laughs> Carrie from Sex and the City. One. Yes. I had the dress. <laughs> um, well, they all kind of wear white dresses when you think about it. Who? Carrie, Carrie, and Amy Dunn. Carry, carry. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. Yeah. Anyway, enough about your birthday. Um, so I've been to movies twice this week. I've had a very busy week. Oh, lovely. I, oh, sorry. Oh, I just wanted to say. What? What are you? For my birthday, my housemates got me uh, a letterbox patron account. Oh, kill so me, kill me. I'm about to get very annoying. I've already been um, going through and changing up all my posters. It's very exciting. My statistics are fucked. My most watched actor from this year is Vin Diesel. <laughs> Period. <laughs> so, but anyway, so Sam has been to the movies twice. Please, well, you didn't us. think you could get more annoying, but now you've got a Letterbox Pro. <laughs> exactly, Letterbox Patron. Right, Mary. is that the highest? That is the seventy dollar a year one. Jesus Christ! That's why I, my husband was like, "What should we get you?" And I was like, "I'm never going to buy this for myself." So yeah, if you would also, you even asked for it. Oh my yeah. god, it's even worse than we thought. Well, no. Anyway, anyway, back to me. Um, no, I've been to movies twice. I saw the new Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. um, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, as they were calling it. And how was she? Um, you've never seen an Indiana Jones, have no, you? No, I haven't. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, well, it was um, good. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> um, I went into it thinking, like, it was going to be terrible. Yeah. Um, because early reviews were quite bad. And, look, it wasn't terrible. Um, but it also, like... I mean, it's directed by James Mangold. Um, What has he done? uh, Oh, he did, like, 310 to Yuma. Um, He did uh, that Wolverine movie, Logan. Oh, wasn't that, like, good? Um, It was good for people who don't watch good movies. Okay. Like, it was good in the scale of comic book movies. Okay. I remember people, like, throwing around Hugh Jackman Oscar nomination for that one. (laughs) No comment. If he didn't win for Jean Valjean, he's certainly not going to win for anything else. Let's yeah, just say that. For Logan. Yeah, no comment on that. But um, no, it's, I mean, you really can, like, not that James Mangold could ever compare to Steven Spielberg, who's directed no. all the other four films. But um, yeah, it's definitely, it's no Steven Spielberg movie. Like, I, I don't know, you really miss 
because obviously Spielberg is so good at like staging action and, and blocking Absolutely. scenes and it, like every scene is very considered and it, it's like a visual marvel that's um, what Steven Spielberg's known for of course so he doesn't quite I've achieve I've seen the Fablemans yes <laughs> he, he doesn't quite achieve anything even close to that and like the style is kind of flattened out into this like pretty generic blockbuster like you know cameras in close yeah. quick cutting type thing which is fine because because some of the sequences are very thrilling. Like yeah. I, I did enjoy like most of the action sequences, but I don't know. It's just disappointing to kind of flatten it out into this generic thing. Um, is Phoebe Waller-Bridge good at least? Um, she is good, um, <laughs> but it's more so like the writing is pretty weak on the characters that aren't Indiana Jones. So yeah. it's like she she's good in the movie, but she's not like, you know, she's obviously charming, but like. She's not, she hasn't got much to do. Yeah, oh, she she kind of does, but just the character's not there. Also, Antonio Banderas is in it in like such a mystifying role. I do not know why he's in the movie because he is not in it much. Let's just say okay, that. Interesting. It's, he's very wasted in it. Interesting. Um, but that being said, I I would say if you've seen the others, it's worth seeing. Um, it the third act is um, insane, like fully insane, but it they pull it off really okay. well. Interesting. Like you think you think the aliens are insane in number four. This one takes it to another level. There's aliens in number four. Yes. Yeah. Great. Cool. Um, but this one, yeah, it, it goes even harder, and I I really loved it actually. Great. But no, we had fun. Me and my mom went. Um, That's cute. You yeah. went to like the premiere, didn't you? Yes, like a preview screening. Cool. I have to shout out um, a listener, Hunter, for. Um, Securing me that ticket. Lovely, thank you, Hunter. Um, yeah, we saw a whip cracking performance there of this guy. <laughs> like, um, he holds like the world record for like most whip cracks in this in a in a minute or something. Wow, um, good so for he, him. Yeah, he was like whip. <laughs> Which was actually scary because I was watching him and, like, I know they probably measured out the safety thing and everything. But you thought he was going to get you. I thought like he was going to going, going my eye. Like, the whole time I was, like, blinking because I, I thought he was going to get me. And, you know, this was the weekend of the submarine. So I was like, freak accidents the do submarine. happen. Not that that was a freak accident, but, it, you know, it's like, it could happen to anyone. Like, yeah. not that that's the lesson to take away from the submarine because it really could It not. could happen to anyone. <laughs> I was asked to be on the submarine. They said, they said James, you're going to come down and see the Titanic and I was like I can't I've got my birthday party <laughs> that's such a shame I know do you think they would have um, locked themselves willingly in a tube with you for four hours <laughs> who knows you do it every week yeah true I've lo- look, you've it- suffered more than the people in the submarine <laughs> I, I think we both have and they got to die quickly at least well uh, is that confirmed um, I think it was yeah that they like just exploded um, imploded. Imploded. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. It's crazy. Huh? I didn't really keep up with it. I, like, I was, like, seeing all the, like, memes and stuff. Mm. Memes. How old am I? Um, <laughs> but, like... Well, you're 25. <laughs> um, but my friend at work was just, like... She's not, like, conspiracy theory, but she was, like, it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> I was, like, what do you mean? And she was just, like, telling me stuff. I was, like... Did, did you see um, Duma posted being like, I have from a I source have evidence saying that, that they're still alive? <laughs> Fucking Duma. They are, they need to be shut down. Like, yeah. that should have lasted maybe like two weeks and then fizzled, but it's, yeah. just, it's still gone. Every once in a while, Duma will do like a random like Broadway thing, and it's always just like, this is never going to happen. But they'll be like, this leading actress known for like, like there's always like some Tony Collette rumor oh. about her like returning to Broadway, and I'm like, <laughs> No, she's Maybe not. one day. She's not. She's like, after Manti Patinkin ruined her life in The Wild Party, she's never coming back to Broadway. Whatever that which means. Which is really sad. Um, anyway, before we get too into that, let's just change topic. My birthday. Can uh, I throw that away? Yeah, that's not. Um, and then also, we both separately saw No Hard Feelings, the new yes. Jennifer Lawrence movie. What did you think? Bit of fun. Yeah, bit of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Silly. Jennifer Lawrence is a movie star. She's she brilliant. Really she's, she's so funny. Like, just... So much fun. It's but I think my favourite part uh, was Laura Benanti. Whoever that is, yeah. Uh, she played the mother of the boy. Sure. Yeah. And she has this one line reading. Because, like, I, I found it... It was really interesting. Like, it wasn't interesting. It was stupid and fun. Um, but, like, it was funny. Like, f- but I found the third act kind of dragged a little bit. Yeah. I, I there's The second half, kind of... It, there's a long time between 
set pieces and it yeah. does kind of slow down. And I, it, I think it's like an hour 40, but I did kind of find myself being like, oh, come on. Like, cut 10 minutes. Yeah. But um, it was all worth it in that third act for that Laura Benanti line reading when she says, to what? Sure. <laughs> like, it really... That like, was quite funny. It made me squeal. That was probably the hardest I laughed in the whole film. Yeah. I, well, Do you know what Laura about- no, yeah. Okay. What about the beach scene? Come on, like that's. Oh, the beach scene was crazy. Yeah, there's there's like instant cinema history there. The yeah. beach scene. Jennifer it... Lawrence full frontal. If yeah, good for her. Yeah. It's... Has she done nude before? Um, I never saw that movie like Red Sparrow or whatever, but maybe. Oh, not. true. I was actually reading the Wikipedia for that today. I want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Frances Lawrence. Oh, and her nudes were, like, famously leaked. And, like, yeah, of thing. course. Um, but she... It's really nice to see her do, like, a fully comedic role. Because, like, her other stuff um, obviously has elements of humour in it. But yeah. to see her actually, like, dive into, like, a comedy, um, you know, this kind of throwback comedy, um, really fun. Yeah. Yeah. I also thought um, Andrew Bell Feldman was really charming. They were a great pair. They had yeah. great chemistry. Yeah. Really um, fun. Big ear. I love, love a little Dear Evan Hansen. Big ear. Big year for the Dear Evan oh, Hansons of the world. Right. Do you know what that is? Yeah, I do. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, you said... Did you see that video? Um, it was like, they were doing like the Vanity Fair interview and um, Jennifer, like one of the questions for Andrew was like, what's your favourite musical? And Jennifer was guessing and she was like, oh, Dear Evan Hansen. And he was like, oh, no. And she was like, Rent? I don't know. And then he was like, Susical. And she was like, what is that? Yeah, I don't know what that is either. I feel like that's our dynamic. Yeah. You said in your review for this movie that the movies are back. And James, I have to say, I think the moves have been back for a while. Yeah. I'm just confronting you about this live on air because people keep saying every movie, movies are back. Exactly. But we're like, we're like re, um. Movies have been back. We've had an avatar movie. No, but they movie. are back. We've had like, an avatar movie. I'm just confirming. Joke. We know that they're back. They are back. <laughs> just the confirming. movies are back. Okay. In case you forgot. Right. I uh, also saw another movie. I'm not going to go right. too far into it, but if I If it was 20 years old, you can't talk about it. <laughs> what was it? I saw In the Mood for Love. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No. No, we're not afraid In the Mood for Love. If we ever know as James, we know. I know. I'm just saying. It's like if I came out here, I was like, have you guys seen Titanic? It's so good. <laughs> but no, I saw it for the first time. It was really good. I cinema over to their one car wire, like, uh-huh. um, retrospective, and I got to see all four of them, and it was really good. Good for you. Yeah. Breaking news, guys. Breaking news. In the Mood for Love's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> But no. Sorry, not too much on James, but it must be said. It's my birthday. I've been nice to <laughs> you, you can't get... How much mileage are you going to get out of that? Who's <laughs> to say? Anyway, before tensions say. get too high, um, we're talking today about um, an incredible show. Your fabulous program that I have recently binge-watched. Yeah, you hadn't... Well, we're talking about And Just Like That. And Just Like That. Um, you said you had an actual complaint about binge that you need to get off your chest. Well, it's not really a complaint about binge. It's more so... So... Here's my binge story. I was paying for binge and then I went away over Christmas last year and like didn't have any money in my account. So I just like canceled my subscription, Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, When we did our Fast and the Furious episode, I knew that my dad had binge and I asked him for the password and he was like, I don't know. I don't know the password, whatever. And I was like, that's fine. I'll just buy my own binge account, Mm -hmm. rented it, watched all the Fast and the Furious. Great. Canceled it after a month. Then dad like messages me the day after. This is like the longest story ever. It's getting there. It's getting there. I promise. Dad messages me the day after I paid for binge and he's like, found the password. I was like, fucking awesome. This is no use for me. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, so it rolls around and I go to watch and just like that last night. I'm using my dad's binge account. Mm -hmm. You want to tell me why my dad is paying for the cheap binge where there's ads in the show? What? Oh. Yeah. Okay, James, you could have just said, my, I use my dad's binge and he's paying for the one with ads. <laughs> but- <laughs> I had to give the context. I think it's very Jesus important Christ. that I paid for binge and then the day after he's like, oh, I found the password. Um, well, good on him for saving money. <laughs> Torrenting binge, just like that anyway. Binge is also the worst streaming service oh, it's ever. Foul. Like unusable app. It's got like good content, but foul. The worst interface yeah. in the world. It's um yeah, so <laughs> just like that. And just like that. If you're still here after James's huge story. <laughs> People are gonna put that on double speed, they're like, right, let's get this one done. Let's get this over with. Um, um no, so I went into and just like that with like much trepidation when it was premiering because um like you know 
we knew it was Samantha less. Like, oh. she wasn't coming back. Yeah. Um, and good for her. Oh, literally. <laughs> because after the Instagram post where she said, I do not leave, need your love and support at this tragic time at Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, that was cunt. Changed everything. Like, everyone remembers where they were. Like, literally. When they read that. I remember going... <gasps> like, re- insane. Kim went there. And I had also followed Kim Cattrall for a really long time before that, when she would, like, very rarely post. And if she did, it was, like, really boring. Yeah. So, to really like be on the ground floor of like the whole thing like it really paid off to like that's the thing you never know when a follower of a random celebrity is gonna pay off literally and it did for that. that's like I, when I followed Julianne Moore for a really long time again doesn't all she posts about is like stop gun violence yeah you know so I'm like whatever but then one day oh, she posts Sam, posted, <laughs> yeah, Sam me, doesn't give a fuck about gun violence me, well what am I gonna do to stop it <laughs> <laughs> well, if you had a gun, you could stop them. Yeah, I could. I, I'm, I'm gonna intervene any minute once I get a sec. Um, but no, one time she posted a picture of her in a uh, holding a vacuum. Uh, I remember this, <laughs> um, which I loved. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I can't tell the story about my dad's binge account, but you can take twenty minutes to tell the story about Julian Moore in a vacuum. Well, it's important. Um, anyway, so. Yeah, I mean, the whole drama, the third movie fell apart. Um, so and just like that. We're getting it just like that. The TV show was made. And and there's the trepidation also came from the fact that the show is called And Just Like That, which we're not saying it out loud, but it begins with dot, dot, dot. No, no, it ends and with it. Just, it ends with the... Wait, really? Ellipses. And just yeah. like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but even to start the title of something with, with the word and. and, capital A, and just like that, and then dot, 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 is like... That's crazy. That, that That's like almost like Pink's misunderstood. It's like <laughs> Michael Patrick King is not beholden to... We need to, to take the coke away from Michael Patrick King. <laughs> we need to... Or give him more. A lot more. <laughs> <laughs> One or the other. It swings both ways. Yeah, because... Because he, like, is obviously not bound by the English language or no. punctuation, grammar, nothing. And you know what? He's earned the right to be free from, you know, stipulations such as that. Exactly. So, exactly. good on him. Oh. But the the very opening of episode one, it's it's immediately like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. Like, talking about COVID straight away. Oh, literally. They're like, remember, the when pandemic. We, remember when we had to stand six feet apart? That was crazy. crazy. <laughs> Oh, can I hug you? Are we allowed to hug? <laughs> Which is like, it's like they've literally walked out of lockdown and this is their first ever meeting. Literally, like, it was crazy. Even crazier watching it now, <laughs> having that like remove, I was like, this was immediate. This was like still during COVID. Yeah. Well, yeah. it was 2021. Yeah. Sorry, 2022, wasn't it? Oh my God. Time blends together. We're in 2022. No, we're not. Babe, it's 2023. <laughs> no, no, it came out 2022. I'm quite sure. Early 2022. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. So they would have filmed it in 2021. Yeah. Oh, I don't God. know. I mean, they're trying to be relevant. Uh, trying to be topical. But it was also, like, not at the same time. Because, like, season one, I think they jump about, like, a year and a half in time. Throughout the course of the show. Yeah. Yes. Um, and you kind of feel Samantha's absence immediately. And they do address it straight away. Oh, yeah. They, they're like, she's in London. and then She's in London because we're not friends anymore. Well, yeah, because we get a scene with... Carrie and Miranda and Carrie saying that they had an argument about money, essentially. Yeah. Which doesn't seem like Samantha. Well, Samantha that, is a girl's girl. That is it. Like Samantha is the biggest girly girl ever. Yeah. I mean, it never made sense. And they say like, oh, I always thought we'd be friends forever. But I don't know. It just it's just not real. clicking. It's not clicking. It's just not clicking. And they've kind of like tied elements in from the real story of what happened yeah. there. When she's being like, They're I tried. Feuding. Yeah, I tried to reach out. Blah, blah, blah. Like, it's all very. It's very fishy. It's very fishy. Very fishy. Um, that being said, though. I felt, even though, like, the actual, um, Samantha, the reason for her departure on the show Mm -hmm. was that they had a fight, I do think they sprinkled her in well throughout the show, if that makes sense. Like, a text here and there. Like, it was kind of like, I was like, you could have gone a lot of different ways about this, but I think it worked. I mean, it was bold to confront it head on and actually make it a storyline in the show. Mm. And I agree. I do think it works to an extent. It is very weird having Samantha as this off-screen presence that's never seen, but then is a character in the show via text with with Carrie. Yeah. Um, It is fucking 
funny to read their text um, history. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I wrote it down. Um, Carrie texted Samantha. Hey, London lady. Thinking of you. No, well, first she just says, hey, London lady. No reply. Yeah. Thinking of you. No reply. <laughs> Walked past La Perla today. I miss you. No reply. La Perla. Hi, can we talk? No reply. <laughs> That's me trying to get you. Hey, London lady. Hey, London lady. It's so embarrassing. Uh, it's so embarrassing. I think as well. I think the whole... I just like that is so embarrassing. It, it really is. I mean, they take... Like, so... To talk about embarrassing, we have to talk about Miranda Hobbs, <laughs> who they have put, <laughs> they have put Emmy-winning, Tony-winning actress Cynthia Nixon through the ringer so many times Absolutely. in this godforsaken television program. <laughs> Not just that, they put her through hell in that film. What film? Oh, the Sex and the City films. Yeah. Right. Yep. She's a Tony winner. <laughs> but but part of it is that I think she's really up for... Um, she's up for anything. She actually... Yeah, that, that is true. I do think... Because um, I watched her... I think she did an interview where it was like, let's go back through your career and like look at your highlights. And she like really spoke about... And just like that. And was like... Oh, like, I relate to Miranda. Miranda is like queer, but... At the time, like, we weren't able to explore that. And I really wanted to do that now. Which I thought was really interesting. Because she's yeah. very, like... <clears throat> method in her acting and stuff like that, which I not method, but she's like method. methodical, right? About like her performances. She's and not stuff. method, but she is methodical. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's, yeah, well, if you get it, you get it. But <clears throat> her storyline is immediately um, that she's going to college. Just, oh, and, yeah. and she, well, we we don't get chafed for a little bit, but but she's going to college and she's like one of her first scenes is in the classroom where um, she really likes puts her foot in her mouth. Oh, that was uncomfortable to watch. Like I was like, I couldn't. Yeah. When she she's gets told off for sitting in the professor's chair, but then the professor comes in who is Dr. Niall Wallace. Is yes, her name, I believe, um, who's a black woman and she sits in the chair and then Miranda's like, you can't sit there. The professor's there. And then she's like, Oh, I didn't think you were the professor. Cause you have brains. <laughs> and it's like, Oh, uh, it's so like, yeah, it's, I mean, my thing about the show in general is they, they address criticisms of Sex and City, which is that it's extremely white. Yeah. Like people of color in the series are, are played for jokes and, yeah. you know, the butt of the joke, whatever. So they incorporate, um, I guess it's three new characters who are all women of color. Yeah. Um, who, by the way, <clears throat> I think are really cool additions like I really liked all of them well that's the thing is that like they their introduction is all like mostly in relation to like I'm the black friend of so and so yeah and it's all like they come into it because of mostly like racially <clears throat> charged incidents like yeah. such as Miranda like because Miranda has another incident with the the professor where um she, the security won't let her through and then Miranda kind of like intervenes white yeah, in a very white savior yeah. way yeah. Um, Which I don't think is entirely true to Miranda's character because Miranda's always been like the intelligent like one out yeah. of the group, and but like I understand like the the like dizzy white woman of it all, but <laughs> but but she's also like but but that's the thing I I think it like it's obviously not at all a leap to be like these women are you know very very most likely very racist because like you know they're rich as hell they're yeah. all white women like oblivious living in new york yeah so I, I think someone like miranda who is a lawyer who's like lives this extremely privileged life i think it's totally believable for her to behave like that to think she's doing well yeah um you know like this well-meaning white woman um, but my issue more so is like they introduce these women only really in relation to racism and then their their little plot lines are kind of like they don't feel very meaningful with no. their relationships like with Lisa Todd Wexley who's Charlotte's friend LTW I loved her <laughs> she is kind she's in like her. the first scene like she makes an impact yeah yeah and she's married to Chris Jackson Who's Chris uh, Jackson? He, funnily enough, he played uh, George Washington in Hamilton. Oh, God. And you're wearing, wearing it. Right die. Die. Not but, on purpose. But, just... but, no, anyway, like, I, I think it's necessary for them to, like... Well, address the issues. Yeah. But, like, it feels very, like... 
we are dealing with a problem that we had and this is how we're going to do it. Like, it, it doesn't feel, like, organic at all. Yeah. Well, it's more so that the, the women don't get to, like, <coughs> like exist um, in a real sense outside of um, their, like, relationships with the main three, which is okay because they are supporting characters. But it's, like, the storylines they are given feel very weak and I, I, I didn't really care. To, I think I, I think because I watched it in such quick succession – recently i think towards the end they kind of do develop a bit more on their own and i think especially looking we'll obviously like touch on the second season later on but i think from the first two episodes that came out the other day it's looking as though they're actually going to be given a lot more like agency as characters and it's i'm like very much looking forward to that yeah oh me too we'll get to that we'll get to that and just like that and just like that But um, I do really love Seema, and and I think so. Seema is Carrie's realtor. Yeah. When Carrie's, so I I think she comes in sort of mid season. Yeah. After well, and just like that, big dies. Oh God, yeah. Oh, so we're skipping around. But but anyway, we'll get back to that. But Seema, yeah. I think, is quite a successful character because she's like in the group. She hangs out with the three of them. Yeah. She's got like shades of Samantha. Yeah. But it's giving like we needed like a bawdy kind of yeah girly girl to like, like a single friend for exactly, Carrie to like bring her out of her shell and like kind of replace that void that Samantha not being there. Has. Yeah. And I think she works really well in the dynamic of the group. I, th- I don't know the actress's name, but I think she's uh, great. Sarita Chowdhury, I think right. it is. Who was yeah. in Hunger Games period. She so. was in, yeah. And after Yang. Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but anyway, back to episode one. Who was she in Hunger Games? She was one of um, President Snow's, like, advisors. Oh, yes, I remember her. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she was so good at that, of course. Uh, so she comes from incredible, you know... She's, she, the, she's an actress. From one like, franchise to the next. Yeah. Like, she's done it all. Um, but anyway, episode one, Mr. Big dies. And thank God, because... Foul, man. We... Oh, God, I couldn't have been happy. I, I will say I think the death scene was great. Oh, yeah. Lily, <laughs> once again, fucking up Carrie's relationship with Mr. Big. Let's talk about that. At the recital. At the, the recital. recital. And, you know, in the movie, when she takes the phone. Of course, of course. Um, yeah, so... I think the scene is very well done when Carrie comes home and also I guess we should say spoiler alert, but it's like, you probably know, like it was I pretty big. I think everyone knows. I'm just like that big died. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, if you are not up to date, you've got six seasons and two movies and now one season to get up to date. So it's Which like, I really want to rewatch Second of the City now. Like yeah. it's, it's happening. I'm... You'll probably forget before you get up to date anyway. But, exactly. But yeah, the boy knows Carrie comes home and she sees him like slumped near the shower and they like looking, each other and they share one last glance and then he like lets go dies. and dies yeah. and then she screams she's like ah! and she keeps saying honey as well she's like honey 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 i was like Ugh. i don't like that i don't He's know so gross and because immediately before we get the scene of him jerking off oh my god i forgot about Do that because well, so carrie's on a podcast famously and they're talking about like masturbation and carrie's like she gets screaming. I'm a good girl. Yeah. That's how I feel on this podcast. <laughs> Sam's always talking about masturbation. <laughs> I can't. I'm, um, but yeah, Harry goes home and asks, asks him to jerk off in front of her. It's so it's gross. So, and it's like, I, I... Like, you are too old to be doing this. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, Not just sex shame. Or well, old shame. Like, the show is obviously, like... It, it kind of like its mission statement almost is to like explore sexuality of people who are like over 50 yeah which is great to see but it's like I don't want to see that I don't need that. to see that <laughs> I don't want to see, see that, that. <laughs> I don't need to see it's that it's so gross um oh disgusting so and you know obviously um like never liked the character and you know from what we know about Chris now oh, no, man. <laughs> who was rude to my friend on a plane once so he was rude to your friend on a plane yeah um you know it's not my story to tell but um okay. yeah it was rude to one of my friends on a plane was so, your friend working on the plane no no oh, they were just on the same they were plane. a fan yeah oh I approached him as a fan but anyway <laughs> um yeah horrible glad well, he died don't, don't approach someone on a plane oh come on it's fine I like, saw Sally Field on a plane and I didn't, and I didn't approach her. I remember what? I was sitting in, the, I was sitting at LAX waiting and I, and it was, I was on my way to New York and she was waiting at the, at the, just at the boarding gate, like a normal, regular old go. She was probably at the front of the plane. I know exactly. She was on her way to go rehearse for the glass menagerie. And I was like, that's Sally Field. 
I mean, what would you say to Sally Field anyway? Um, like, I like you. I really like you. <laughs> That's a bit on. I'm sure she's not no. sick of that, right? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I love Sally Field. If I went up to her, I wouldn't even know, like, what movie to. Like, I didn't watch. Was she in, like, Mrs. Dabbles? <laughs> Steel Magnolias. I guess so, yeah. Horace Gump. Oh, for, no, I Forrest don't know why. <laughs> I loved you in Forrest Gump. I loved you in Forrest Gump, Sally Field. But um, anyway, Big Dies, thank big Christ. Big Dies. And then we get you know, like his funeral, Samantha sends flowers. Oh, yes, because famously she's like, I don't want flowers. John, she keeps calling him John. John James Preston. John. John didn't want flowers. I love um the bit in the funeral where I can't remember who, but they're like, "Am oh. I the only one that remembers how horrible he was?" Oh to her? yeah, literally. <laughs> um, what was her name? Like, it's like one of those. She's like, one of the. She's been Lizzie in the- Steinman or something. Like, it's yeah. like a weird like. And yeah, because I googled her, I was like, "Who the fuck is that?" And then. I remember. She it's, was like, it's very rogue for them to cameo people who like haven't been seen in the universe for like fifteen years yeah, or something, literally. and just assume that we know who they are. Oh my god, I love her. I love Julie Holston. What's her? She who was, the fuck is that? That like the old lady at the start. Like she's at the funeral. And she's like, I understand. Oh yeah, yeah. No one understands, but yes. I. When I lost Richard, you, uh, Richard, I don't know. She was the assistant or something. Who the fuck was she? Actually. She was based, apparently, because I was reading about it, I think she was, you don't know who this is, but she was based on Dorinda Medley of The Real Housewives. Right. You would probably know, um, you probably know the meme where it's like, she's drinking the wine and she's like, oh, she's starting. Is that the one with the um, short hair? Yeah, the short, like, white hair. And she's like, I'll tell you how I'm going. Not well, bitch. I know this. She's actually saying that to Candace Bushnell, author of Sex and the City. Right. Anyway. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, sorry. Yeah, right. Anyway, um, and I also love Miranda's speech at the funeral where it's it's like one of the worst. <laughs> How lucky were we to know this man? We all fucking hated How it. lucky? How lucky? It's like it's it's one of the worst speeches of all time. Yeah. But and then we've also so we've also skipped over that Carrie has a podcast now called well she's on she's appearing on a podcast podcast called x y and me which is the hosted hosted by what the one and only che Che diaz Diaz. and the concept of the podcast is that a non-binary a cis woman and a cis man uh talk (laughs) which i mean we're kind of halfway there well that's what i was gonna say we're so close we need a cis woman yeah at all Oh, next week. Well, yeah. Stay tuned. Little, we little. have a cis woman guest, um, and we are renaming the podcast to X, Y, and Me next week for exactly. one episode only, and we're going to talk about gender. Gender. <laughs> Let's about gender. Get honey. Excited. It's about time we talk about gender. How does that make you feel that in the in the dynamic of X, Y, and Me, you're the that weird guy? That weird guy whose name I don't even know. Yeah. Um. That's fine with me. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think actually in the dynamic of the of that podcast I think I'm probably Diaz. actually now I'm realising I was gonna say Carrie and I was gonna be like yeah I'm Carrie but now I'm probably Che right mm-hmm. <laughs> now I that- mean maybe if you had a soundboard I fear I fear what woke would happen moment woke moment <laughs> Oh which I actually um, ripped for my computer I was going to play but I forgot <laughs> <laughs> so we could have a soundboard oh um, I wish wait actually I probably have it here um, anyway I'll get, I'll get it up later get it up. but, um, but yeah. yeah there's the podcast and they talk about sex I guess I guess or something I don't know I don't and know people- it's very like we're talking about the things that people are too afraid to talk about, but, then Carrie but we're not going to tell you what they are. But then Carrie gets squeamish when they talk about masturbation. Well, Carrie's always been a prude. She has always been a prude, so that does make sense. No. But anyway, at the funeral, that's notable because Miranda and Che Diaz meet. Have their meet cute, I guess. They have their meet cute when Miranda yells at them um, for giving Brady weed. Yeah. Um, and there's also, an icon- like, iconically when... Um, Brady's like, I have to have it. Like, I'm sad. And she goes, oh, you're sad. Should I kill myself so you can say try crack? <laughs> That's something that I would say. <laughs> Should I kill myself? <laughs> Iconic. Anyway, so they have their meet cute. And then Miranda's set on a path. Oh. <laughs> She's absolutely enthralled by oh, this Che Diaz character. And we haven't really touched on Charlotte much, which is really because, like, her main storyline is that she has a non-binary 
um, non-binary child, child. And one black friend. Yes. <laughs> um, who's who? And look, it's really on the nose for the non-binary kid to change the name to Rock. <laughs> it's on the nose, but I'm also kind of like, maybe you ate with that. It's like you know, Michael like, Patrick King's pen was penning. Was Kai taken? Was Ezra taken? <laughs> Like, I don't know. They may as well have said suck. Like, yeah, literally. Suck. Well, it's like one letter away. One letter of suck. Suck rock. Um, yeah, so there's rock. Um, rock and Lily. Rock York. Uh, yes, it's rock, rock York. Gold York. The most insane name to ever be put on screen. Rock, rock York. York Black. Now that kid's getting bullied at school. God. Wait, sorry. We also forgot to mention when... Miranda, um, uh, well, Miranda's professor is attacked by Chucky. Oh my god, not Chucky! Uh, and Miranda intervenes by being because well, I remember I have seen that photo. It's like the screen grab of Cynthia Nixon, and there's just like the Chucky doll, the and background. she looks extremely disgruntled. She's and I'm like, I'm like, this isn't real. So that's the thing about this show is that it's so it's so bad, but it kind of like exists in this almost alternate universe where these like surreal, like Lynchian things happen. Like, like for some reason, there's just a, ch- a Chucky, a Chucky that Chucky. attacks Naya and Miranda hits <laughs> it with. Oh yeah, because they're like, oh, you're old school. You have there's textbooks. <laughs> and then she's like, yeah. Kindle wouldn't have saved you there because I banged the fucking Chucky on the head with my thick ass textbook. It's like simultaneously like genius, but also the stupidest thing that's ever that's happened. I was like, I'm going to struggle with this. This is <clears throat> going to be another one where I'm like really fighting for my life, trying to watch these episodes before yeah. we do the podcast. And I was like, oh, I've accidentally watched five episodes and it's like 1.30. It's incredibly watchable. Yeah. You can just keep going with it. Literally. I, it's this mix of like, it's an IP that you're familiar with and like you have some goodwill to, to burn, to really yeah. burn. But but yeah, it's, it's and then there's this surreal That's element. also the thing that I'm like, I don't know why I was expecting that because I can rewatch the Sex and the City movies like endlessly and they're terrible. Yeah, they have that similar quality. Yeah, I'm like, this is a dreamscape. It's a dreamscape, yeah. yeah. It's in like Michael Patrick King's coke adult like, I imagine he has these night sweats and he, like, wakes up. He wakes and he's up like, and he's like, oh, rock, like, not binary. Rock the Murray Chucky on the subway. <laughs> <laughs> he's got, what like, that voice? the voice. <laughs> rock. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's out like this. Miranda. Miranda attacks Chucky on the, tra- on the train. Insane Irish man. <laughs> Is he Irish? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Michael Patrick King. Michael Patrick King. Well, not I. He's like American Irish. Oh, like Martin McDonough vibes. Yeah. If um, <laughs> he's not American. If Michael Patrick King came on the podcast, what would we talk about? Oh, I mean, it would be a ten-hour episode. Literally, Patreon that, exclusive. For that's that one. my dream. It'll never happen, but that's my dream. No, we gotta, you know, manifest it. Think big. Think big. <laughs> think big. It, I, I actually, even at the thought of it, I'm getting nervous. Like, the thought of speaking to him, I don't know what I'd say. Oh, my God. It would, it would be, like, number one, bring coke. <laughs> bring coke. He would, he would come, like, a bit spilling out of his pockets. Yeah, he'd be like, like, oh, sorry, I've got this on your floor. Let me get that up for you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <Woke> so... moment. <laughs> so, did you mean... Oh, my God, that was so... so hang on. Hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> That's our new soundboard. soundboard. Um, um, can we also talk about um, the the podcast producer? Oh, the hot guy? No, no, no. Um, Ali Stroker. Who's that? The pregnant lady in the wheelchair. <laughs> I didn't even remember her from the first season, but then she was in the second season. I was like, who she is this? She was in the first season because I was, I was like, oh, Ali Stroker. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where, again, Michael Patrick, he's been like... He's straining, like, his, his like, hand on his forehead. He's like, diversity, diversity, diversity. Wheelchair. Wheelchair. <laughs> Non-binary. Woman of colour. Like, he's just yeah. ticking, like, Every off the list. diversity bar. <laughs> um, but episode three is huge because... Is that when they go to the comedy concert? To Che's comedy concert, which they consistently call it a comedy concert throughout the whole ep- season. It's really uh, un- upsetting. And that's another one of those, like, dreamscape things where it's like... Comedy concert! Why are they calling it a comedy concert? <laughs> Have they never been to, like, a stand-up show? Have they never I've been to been a comedy... I've one of your comedy concerts. <laughs> my comedy concerts, yeah. <laughs> yeah, now that I'm doing stand-up, like, I am legally, like, a Che Diaz type. Um, yeah. But Che kind of does this, like, nanette esque um 
quote unquote comedy. Yeah. And that's not to drag like, Hannah Gadsby. I dated guys and girls. That's crazy. They're both terrible. Oh, fucking <laughs> suck. Whatever. Also, you want to see a non-binary person? <laughs> fucking put us in your movies. Step outside the box Step. and change. change. Change your life. Change your gender. Oh, you you you, re- you took that in. You listen. <laughs> I'm not changing my gender yet. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be firm in your gender. You can even wear a skirt when you dressed as ladybird to my body. <laughs> I knew you would bring this out. And it's I could not find a skirt, okay? Like, I went to the Brunswick Savers. I looked through every item. Because as you know, like, being ladybird is very important to me no, and I would want to get that accurately but no, I could not find a grey skirt mm-hmm. <laughs> so just to clear up the rumours the skirt was not too queeny for me I just what could not what did Charlotte say that you were not progressive you enough not for this progressive enough for this <laughs> I'm not progressive enough to wear a skirt apparently <laughs> but I am but I'm willing to wear a skirt and I have worn a skirt before <laughs> For the record. When? Um, when I dressed as the Wicked Witch of the West. <laughs> so I have played with gender, okay? When I dressed, a construct. When I dressed as the apart. Wicked Witch of the West, I, I stepped outside of my box, okay? Breaking I, gender boundaries. I changed my gender for a day. For a day. And Che would have loved it. Che would have loved I love that. that. I love it. But yeah, Che is this <laughs> insane sort of comedy that's like all about like it's like free yourself get out of your box and then also aside from Miranda going to school her big storyline is I'm sad old lady and I'm not having any sex and I'm wearing a, a CX <laughs> I'm not having any CX <laughs> and she's an alcoholic she's an alcoholic <laughs> and she has a really bad wig <laughs> <laughs> but but my thing with Chase comedy is that comedy is that everyone in the crowd's like, yes, very yeah. true. And Miranda especially is like, oh my god, I need to change. I can change change my life, change my gender, whatever. And so afterwards, um, Miranda is about to go home to Steve. Steve, who again, his only plotline is being deaf. He's like, yeah. what? Huh? Huh? What did I say? <laughs> like I would say like 90% of his line what I'm not gonna lie my mum is like partially deaf and it was very accurate <laughs> but surely your mum says other things right oh uh, <laughs> like I my just... mum when she doesn't wear a hearing aids it's a lot of what <laughs> like I'm <laughs> like I will be sitting like I remember I was yeah anyway I'm not gonna go on the story but um <laughs> cause you know all. yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, so so Miranda goes back and then Che um, blows, well, shotguns Miranda, as a, which weed. I've never seen. Do people do this? Like, oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, maybe I'm just... You're not cool. Yeah, I'm not cool. I'm looking for my Che Diaz out there to shotgun a vape in my mouth. Certainly not me. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, certainly not. weird. <laughs> um, um, yeah, the, yeah, anyway. <laughs> so, you know that, like, the police were listening? Like, <laughs> oh, no. In case anyone's listening, I don't smoke weed. I'm, I'm very um, normal. You, legally, you can't charge James. Um, no. So, yeah, that, that happens, and that kicks off, like, this affair that Miranda has with Che. Um, which is insane. And which comes to a... Some- Somehow, not the most... Like, the comedy concept of it all isn't the most insane thing. The most insane thing, I think, is a following episode. So, you might be referring to episode five, which is... Isn't it called, like, getting getting hip with it or something? Well, yeah, because Carrie has her hip surgery. Yeah. And, listen, when we talk about historic episodes of TV, you've got, like, Breaking Bad has Ozymandias... Succession has Connor's wedding, yeah, and and just like that has episode five, where Carrie, Carrie pisses herself while Miranda <laughs> gets finger blasted in her kitchen by Shay Diaz. It is like I remember watching this like mouth open, aghast at what was occurring on screen because like the noises that are coming out of <laughs> Cynthia Nixon. Well, I mean, if if the scene was just Miranda getting fingered in the kitchen, fine, because it's Sex and the City, it lives in the world oh, of yeah. that. But the fact that they cross cut it with. Carrie pissing herself in the bed. Sarah Jessica Parker unable to get out of bed because she's just had a hip replacement, not hip replacement, <laughs> hip, hip surgery. surgery. And she's like, Miranda, Miranda, I gotta pee. So she has to, she can't, and she like can see, she's got like a mirror that like goes into the kitchen yes, and she can see Miranda getting finger banged to hell and back. It's fully this is like off the deep end literally like, Michael Patrick King has put these women through too damn much <laughs> like and then also when um when they're done Che walks away saying and says DM me if you want to chill again soon 
which is very important. And well, yeah, of course, because Miranda when she does DM Che and it goes un um, unread for like three months. And I can't remember how many followers Che has, but it's quite a lot. Yeah, like and it, yeah, and it goes unread, and then Miranda confronts Che about it, and Che says, "Miranda, Miranda I've done a ton, ton of weed since then. I've done a ton of weed." <laughs> It's genius. It's so crazy that it's genius. It's insane. Um, but yeah. And then Carrie just like yells at Miranda and is like, you're getting singer banged. I pissed my well, bed. Well, yeah, it's so... You're, and then they were like doing shots and like drinking tequila and Carrie's like, you're an alcoholic. And then Miranda's like, my life's a mess. I hate my life. I hate my life. Honestly. It's so sad. Said that I'm a Miranda. Yeah. Yeah. It's very my relatable. My life is a mess. I'm so sad. I'm an alcoholic and I just got fingered in your kitchen. I, I felt like Carrie post-surgery after I had my tonsils out, just kind of like flopping about my house, like yeah. depressed. Um, but no were one- Were you living here at the time? Or you- uh, half and half. Yeah. Oh, wow. My mom took care of me for a bit and then I came back here and oh, just nice. was miserable on the couch for a bit. Uh, but no one got fingered in my kitchen or anything like that. But, you know, just the, the, the patheticness is, mm. you know, what I found. Mm. But I also kind of miss like, just laying on the couch. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, so- um, Miranda and Steve break up, which is actually one of the scenes that I think is quite affecting because yeah. you know they have so much history as a, as a Why audience would you member. Steve, though, he's the best. So this is like the one time where, like, I actually felt Steve's character came through, and he's yeah. being like, you know, I'm always having to fight for our relationship, but yeah. I can't do it anymore. Yeah, and I thought that was like a good piece of writing. It was an affecting scene, mm. but you know, it's a shame because Steve before that is just not there. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And they try and fuck in the kitchen once, I think. Oh my god, yeah, because she, she tries to get Steve to finger her in the kitchen. <laughs> and he's like, I gotta wash my hands. I've been making ice cream. Which I was kind of like, yeah, like, let him wash L- his literally. hands. Like, you don't want to get a UTI. You don't want to get and your punani. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Steve was (laughs) Oh woke moment. (laughs) Woke moment. Yeah, I I think Steve was being very considerate by washing washing his hands. But but I don't know, that's just me. I'm like a germ germaphobe sort of. Um Miranda and Steve break up and then we also so eventually I, I guess I'm skipping ahead, but it's kind of like Again, Charlotte, like, Charlotte's storyline is just like, non-binary, what is that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Carrie's, like, dating again, getting back on the saddle yeah. or whatever. She she has that date where she throws up on the street. Yeah. Oh. Which is so gross. Which apparently, um, I, I don't know if this is true, but there was, like, a thing going around that she just kind of, like, actually threw up. Like, there was some issue with the vomit on set. And so SJP was oh, just like, I'll this. just throw up. I'll just do it for real. <laughs> That's just disgusting, but you know, anything to please. She's a people oh, pleaser. She... She's always going to be the nice girl. <laughs> oh, she's got like a thing to prove that she is nice. nice. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I'll, I'll just throw up. No worries. Like, I don't want to inconvenience anyone. Like... <laughs> um, but... Kim wouldn't throw up, but I would. Like... <laughs> um, but then we get um, the the last episode. Um, che announces that they're going to. They've LA. got a, a pilot to film and they announce it by singing a song. <laughs> do you remember this? Oh, yes, I do, because I watched it very recently. Which, I mean, the problem with, with Che in general in season one is that they're so horrible to Miranda. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and because, like, like they're very, almost like playing hard to, like, fucking Miranda around. And yes, Miranda's insane, but I, I don't know. It's such a odd... It's like, weird, like, Che... Like, I feel like they had in mind someone younger for Che because they read very, like, millennial, like... Yeah. But Sara Ramirez is, like, a bit older. Like, almost, like, I think maybe the same age as... Maybe a little bit younger than Cynthia Nixon. Probably, yeah. And it's just, like, I don't know. I feel like it would work if they had, like, a... I don't know, like... Obviously, they wanted to, like, diversify it as much as possible, but someone like a Mae Martin or something, like, a little bit... Oh, right. Like, you know what I mean? That, like, yeah, yeah. N- neurotic millennial yeah. kind of... I feel like that might have worked a bit better. Yeah, that, that's a good point. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just an odd dynamic that they have. And so, the whole time you're watching it through, like, your fingers, because because Miranda's moving to LA... Um, LA. To, ...to be with Che for the pilot. And and Carrie, Carrie even is like, what are you doing? Yeah, because, oh, yeah, because Miranda also... <clears throat> she gives up mind, She's, like, studying, and yeah. she gets this really good internship, and even her professor is like, what are you doing? Yeah, she gives it up to go to LA. It's like, 
What? For Chain Diaz? In LA? (laughs) For Chain Diaz, but also... I mean, to be fair, I have... And I feel like you can probably attest to this. You know, we've all had really good sex with one person (laughs) that treats us like absolute shit. And it's like... Not me. Oh, God. (laughs) I mean, I would never do this now. I've learnt my lesson, but I've been in a situation where... Not, like, just the Che Diaz of it all. It's like, oh, this was... You're a fucking shit person, but my God. That's... Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I... I would, if you message me tonight, I would drop everything <laughs> and be on my Stop way. It. Well, yeah, that that is it, though, because, like, I really related to Miranda because she's acting fully insane, but, like, I would do this. Yeah, yeah I would. If, yeah. Some, if a boy was like, want to move to LA with me? I'd be like, yep. Cool. <laughs> Yep, bye everyone. Podcast mm. over. Um, I'll never see you guys again. Yeah. Um, because I found my man. Um, <laughs> I'm just waiting, just waiting to be asked. Um, yeah, anyway, so um, Carrie is even like, what the fuck are you doing? And then we also get the uh, Harry Neff as... Um, <gasps> Harry Neff is a trans rabbi. Because, because Rock's having their they mitzvah. <laughs> Which again is just Charlotte being like... Um, we really we're speeding through it now, but I mean, there's so so much happening. It's just like so much fucking like, mate, fucking what's going on? The point they bring it to because then we also have Carrie has a uh, she's got the light. That she has she, a flickering light. She, and she thinks it's big talking to her, and she has the dream. Now oh, this is truly insane. Listen, I've never seen a David Lynch movie, but I'm saying it's Lynchian. Um, it's, They're showing my whole drive in a few weeks. Do you want to go? No. Um, yeah, it's sure. it's like this such a. She has this dream where she's like seeing the bridge in Paris. Yeah. But she's at this party that she's already been to and she hears Big's voice. Like, well, singing. isn't it? Well, he was probably supposed to be in the dream scene. He was, yeah, but they cut but him they out. They cut him because yeah. he's a foul man. Yes. What? Yeah. what it was a rape or something. Uh, or something. Essay, rape, Some allegations. Sort of allegations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, good timing killing him off. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Carrie goes to Paris alone in like. This is Carrie goes to Paris! <laughs> Mrs. Carrie goes very. I watched that movie yesterday, actually. We, um, we can't get into 10. it. It's too, 10 out of 10. It's too, we can't get into we, it. We want to talk about fabulous fashions in Paris. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, she wears like the most, one of the most fabulous dresses of all oh, time. I need that dress. And, and kind of like, I love the way she dumps his ashes into the. She just she, kind of like opens her purse and she, she like bangs it on the. Like, she's like, let's get this shit out. <laughs> she's like, I'm not having like the crumbs in the bottom of my bag. Like, let's get him out of here. <laughs> Um, and then she texts Samantha saying, I'm in Paris. Do you want to get for a drink? And she says, how about tomorrow night? And then oh. Carrie replies, fabulous in all capitals, which I quote quite a lot via text, but I don't think it reads that I'm quoting oh, s- Sex and the City when, when it I say now. capital well, letters, fabulous. I know that when you say <clears throat> F-A-B-L-O-R-U-S, like fabulous. <laughs> That's me, the Fabulous. Fabulous. Yes, but if I'm saying all capitals fabulous, I'm quoting Sex and the City. Oh, I'm gonna have to check. I'm quoting and just like that. I mean, and just like no, I don't that. do it anymore because it was just, no one gets it. No, no one gets me. <laughs> um, okay, so anyway, fabulous. Season one's over, and then we get season two that's just come out. Um, and I will say, I think they've improved quite a lot. Especially in regards to Che Diaz, because I actually found myself empathizing with Che yeah. Diaz, and I found them. I mean, the thing that was missing in season one, which I didn't fully realize until I watched season two, is that Che doesn't have any real vulnerability. No. They just come off as this big presence and, like, they're quite annoying. Yeah. But season two gives them, you know, they kind of become a three-dimensional human being and they have insecurities. And, yeah, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed seeing another side to their character. I kind of laughed when because it just felt so and I think that has something to do with the fact that Che was like not really a character but yeah. more of an idea in season one but when like Miranda was like like what's wrong like you don't want me to hold you like like whatever yeah. and then they're just like I'm so unfat I was like this is so like out of pocket well I didn't think it was because because like, it's and I, and 
like I, I understand like it makes sense and like I get it but it just kind of took me by surprise more so than, like the vulnerability or yeah, the fact that like, oh right yeah yeah well we've never seen Che be vulnerable before exactly. and it made a lot of sense to me because you know Che's filming this pilot and <clears throat> of course they would be like feeling new insecurities about themselves or whatever like and that's what I, I liked about it. it it felt true and um it, you know it's a good direction to take the character I think yeah I'm looking I'm really looking forward to seeing like what what more happens with this season but i will say they do this classic and just like that thing where the very opening, oh, the com- opening scene <clears throat> of the first episode well i'm referring to not the one where they're all having sex i thought that was fabulous i thought it was fabulous like, too with the um tiny dancer cover yes. with britney spears like and then naya alone and yeah like also we said it before ltw is so hot she is yeah like Oh, I really relate to her this season so far because um, she's doing a documentary and she's editing on Avid um, mm-hmm. and she's like, ah, I was doing my makeup and my Avid crashed and I lost all my work from this afternoon, <laughs> which I'm like, that's quite literally me. Um, to have a character in the Sex in the City universe that is using Avid, like James, you'll never understand how okay. significant that is for the Avid community avid okay. community the it's, avid users it's insane yeah to have a beautiful woman using avid it's insane. it's insane but no i was referring to the opening in that they open with the most boring conversation of all time where carrie's like i've never poached eggs i make oh, a salmon sometimes yeah. <laughs> and it's like she's like what? fucking a new producer <laughs> yeah and it's and just like i'm like why are we talking about eggs <laughs> it's insane uh, but I, I you know i like the the three like when she's like you know i've got time to do it now and you know it's like about yeah. aging whatever whatever yeah. but um yeah that was kind of like uh, um it's only been three weeks since the end of last season i don't know if you caught that detail oh, wow. yeah i think charlotte mentions it okay um but, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Um, Miranda's introduced um, flopping naked out of a sensory deprivation <laughs> tank. Why have they put Cynthia Nixon through so much? I mean, I, I thought it was really funny. It was funny, but I'm like, she's always so, like, downtrodden and put upon. <laughs> like, she can't get a break. Like, first yeah. it's, like, when she's got a hairy badge in the movie and then, like... <laughs> I mean, even in the show, she got, like, hit in the head by a stick. (laughs) (laughs) I always remember that guy who um, wanted to, like, was it? I think he wanted her to um, eat his ass. Oh, my God. So iconic. Yes. Um, But, yeah, Miranda's in the tank. She's (laughs) flopping out. I haven't been there. Um, Carrie's doing the Sex in the City podcast now. um, Which actually. Which is actually a bit more outspeed. We're not X, Y, and me. We're Sex and We're more Sex and City, which yeah. immediately gets cancelled. Yes. So this is... Yeah. She she manages to shut down the whole, like, podcast. Because she's such a prude, she won't do her, her vagina rejuvenation. <laughs> and then they download Final Draft, which is another week. I was like, why would you... Isn't the Final Draft, like, a movie editing... Yes, uh, it's, it's like for the screenplay. Yeah, it's yeah, for the yeah, script yeah. for the podcast, but it's also like very full on to fully de- like you, it's. You're I'm writing like a 15 second ad copy. Half page script, <laughs> like, <yeah>. literally. Um, <laughs> but if anybody wants to sponsor us with vaginal rejuvenation, we will more than happily take your money to speak. On I'll that. read the words, no questions asked. Down there. Um, but yeah, overall, I thought it was quite a strong first two episodes. Yeah, it, it's um like and even the other characters, um you know like LTW. Yeah, everyone's kind of working better, and I feel like they have more. I feel of like a- we really listened to the critiques of season one, and we're like, right, okay, this is what we can do to like actually improve the show. And I've read a few like reviews from people that have like obviously got like screeners and stuff, and it yeah. looks like it's headed in quite a positive direction. So I'm I'm seated. I'm 100% seated. Every Thursday, Friday, whatever day it is. I, I mean, think it's a Friday, uh, right. which is annoying. I'll but. be putting on um, straight away. We also get a little wink to um, Stanford. I don't know if you caught that. Oh, yeah, that was really sad. Yes, he died. He died. So they just basically replaced him with Anthony. Yeah, well, he was already pretty... <laughs> Anthony was pretty integrated, but, like, yeah, it was just kind of like, well, yeah. we're going to swap out our gays now. Yeah, well, Charlotte, I don't know if you caught it in the new episode, she still refers to Anthony as her best gay friend, oh, yeah. which was almost a week to the- she has to the... take her best gay friend to the Met Gala. That was tap, tap, tap. Tap, tap, tap. <laughs> I can't believe, like- I they... mean- Oh my God, Jesus Christ. What? Sorry. What were you going to say? Um, 
I don't remember how I got, I got. The sneeze really scrambled your brain, yeah. Jesus Christ. But at the end of the first episode, iconically, we get the return of Carrie's bird look. I promise bird it's the world, period. And she says, and just like that, I repurpose my pain. I was cheering oh. at the TV. Also, LTW in her fucking Met Gala look. Stunning. What did she wear again? I that just red remember- thing with like the, the, like, the long oh my train. God. And yes, the- it's a Valentino. Also, song. when they were like, we can't walk 10 blocks. <laughs> I was like... Well, look, in that look, I wouldn't want to. We don't know. It might be summer. True. We don't know what season. Oh, well, no, it's, it's May. May. Yeah. That's Monday in May. And they call it the Met Ball. Ball. They yeah. Don't say gala. So mm. odd. But, um, and then the last thing I wanted to mention um, was that Lily is now um, making music. Alternative pop gully. I thought they kind of... They're like King Princess was the only um, parallel. Yeah, King Princess Nepo Baby. Yes. <laughs> What's the song it's like? I'm a good girl. Oh yeah, it's like privilege, privilege, good girl in ivory tower. It's so funny, and and that's I think the comedy is working a lot better for me in this yeah. season so far as well because yeah. it's it, it actually feels like they're in on the joke, which yeah, it's, it's weird a lot to less say. Cringe, which I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm. But the cringe stuff optimistic. works. The cringe yeah. stuff works. Yeah. I can deal with cringe to a certain point. Yes. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, it, it's cringe. It's cringe in the way that it's like, this is funny, not, oh, I Well, don't it's on wanna... purpose yeah. instead of being like, not. Yeah. Um, any, any other remarks? Um, I'm perched. I'm perched, I'm yeah. Perched. LTW, so hot. Chris Jackson, so hot. Like. We're looking forward to seeing where the season goes. Exactly. Very excited for the what Samantha cameo. Oh my God. <laughs> the Samantha cameo at the end. That is inevitably, that we'll be like, for. going to be it's gonna be huge her on a green screen yes and it's gonna be her and it's over Carrie. the phone <laughs> oh i can't come to whatever fabulous event you're having but i hope you have a good time i miss you it was so lovely to see you in london darling i really anyway i'm off to suck a dick bye <laughs> i cannot wait to see how they integrate it because because it, you know it must be for a significant reason in oh. the plot for her to or, or you know what it's unjust like that anything could happen maybe I it's think not it would be that significant i think it's gonna be like the last episode they're gonna give her a quick little call and <laughs> Just be like, hi, I'm here. They Hello. gave me, they gave me many millions to do a ten yeah. second thing. Um, so, and just like that rubric quality, I'm gonna say, um, I think it has its moments, really. And it's, I think it's extremely watchable. Yes, but I don't know. I think quality, it's on the come up. I'm not going to give it a... I'm not going to let it in, but I'm like, I'm watching it. I think the acting is is great. I, you know, SJP is one of our best. Yeah. I think she actually does not get her flowers enough for being an incredible actress. No, I love SJP. Um, so I'm going to say yes for quality. Um, well, I'm, that's just me saying yeah, yes. I'm not. What's the next rumor? Um, Does it slay? It tries. It tries, it tries extremely hard. Slay. I think... <clears throat> Again, I think because season one was not good. Let's just let's yes. just get it out there. Yeah. I feel like I'm like quality the quality is getting better, but we've only seen two episodes. Yes. Does the slay factor slay? is getting better. Maybe Rock slays. I know. <laughs> Rock's trying. Che Che does not slay. Can I say that Che slays? Che does not slay. <laughs> when they perform at the Pride thing and um, oh my Miranda god, Miranda runs away. <laughs> That's you watching my son up. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I'm like, I'm what? so embarrassed. I can't be seen. Get me out of here. Um, so mm, it does, doesn't really slay. No. But anyway, what's next? One? Does it benefit the queer agenda? I actually think it really does. I'm gonna say that. I feel like Sex in the City and uh, and just like that <clears> is explaining two women of a certain age that might not understand what non-binary yes, is. Yes, or racism. Yeah. <laughs> it's I like, like that too. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's great, actually. I, and I think it's really cool that Cynthia Nixon gets to, like, bring, you know, her queerness yeah, into really, it. Yeah, she really... Like, watching that interview with her, I was like, she really is, like, very cognizant and aware of, like, the, the, the criticisms audience. that were put towards oh. the, the, the initial series. And yeah. she's very, like... Very smart woman. Say that. Exactly. Say that. So, um, it kind of does. We'll say that. Yeah. Is it a classic? <laughs> I, yes. No. 100%. And just like that, it's not kidding? a classic It's yet. instant classic. Even How? just for that scene in episode five that we spoke about of the, of the fingering. Like, it's Sex in the City. It's the most classic. Are people talking about it just like that now? Of like, course. they're obviously talking about it. No, no, no. They're talking <laughs> about it in the sense that it's on TV. But, like, Sex in the City, the original, uh-huh. 
constantly. Of course. It's always being referenced. But we don't have, but, we don't have you know, monoculture like think, that anymore. But you'd think in the circles that we run in that, like, we... James, the circles I'm in, everyone's talking about Angela's like that. They're talking about it now. But in the, in the off-season... Why would we talk about it during the off-season? Because everyone talks about Sex and the City. People are constantly referencing Sex and the City. I don't think... I don't think... But, but we'll never have a show... Like, the culture operates in a completely different way no, now. No, absolutely. But I think... The way that I don't think I we're not I think it's too early to call it a classic. I think it's one hundred percent classic. It's not. <laughs> anyway, I'm standing agree, my ground on this. Agree to a disagree. Classic. Next rubric. Was I guys? Oh, I asked. <laughs> Shut that. Of course, I was gagged. Of course, I'm gagged. Of course. Come on, let's let it in. We've got to. It's and just like that. And just like that. Our gate is opened. And just like that, Sam forced me to open the gate once again. Book moment. <laughs> it's on through. Out. It's on through. Book moment. Well, thank you so much for listening. Thank you. I'm for sure listening. we will check in throughout the season of And Just Like That. Oh, don't you worry. I'm if sure anything we'll- exciting happens, we definitely we'll will. Be- it's really, I will say it's really nice that it doesn't come out on a Monday because yes <laughs> like, we can talk about we it we can talk <laughs> about it because whenever like we can't talk about Succession we can't we don't really talk about the Idol because we release yeah. on a Tuesday yes it's so. quite difficult but anyway we finally got our show MPK was looking out for us yeah um, thank you MPK if you're listening that's father sorry for insinuating that you do so much coke but come on <laughs> I feel about him the same way I imagine a lot of gays feel about Andy Cohen yeah um yeah but you know, I think in that video that's been going around of Andy Cohen like yes. rubbing someone's nipple. Yeah, good on him. Good on him. It's pride. Oh, Have yeah, fun. Actually. Um We've all been there. Yeah, I but I think MPK has contributed more to gay culture, but that's kind of where we can't open it at the late stage. Anyway. Oh. Um <laughs> fuck the Twinks versus dolls and MPK versus Andy Cohen. I need to see them fight to the death immediately. Uh, anyway, um follow us on Instagram and get Pod. Please leave us a five-star review on um what do you call it, the podcast app. Oh, because we've got some one-star one. reviews. I'm imagining Imagining, oh, um, yeah. it's homophobic reasons. <laughs> homophobic reasons. No, we did get a new one. Sorry to leave this right to the end, but we got one that's... Hang on, let me bring it up. It said, um, they are like a gay, unhinged, and funnier version of those two old Muppets who sit on the balcony at shows and judge everything with less of a filter. And well, yes. I don't know if this means literal Muppets, because are they characters? I yeah, I've seen the Muppets, like the, the, old, the old men that sit in the box. I have not seen the Muppets, though. No. Like, do you not know... I don't know. No. I, I was going to say, I think they're into Stanford and Anthony, but that's not right. <laughs> I know Miss Peggy and Kermit. And that's oh, Kermit! <laughs> no, 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 no! Oh, Jesus. Sorry. Um, anyway, um, but leave us a review, please. Leave us a review. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram. Yeah, all of that. Tell your friends. No one's listening at the moment anyway, so whatever. Anyway, bye! bye.